0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America. It's Tony Katz today.
1: Have you noticed Big Oil just reported its profits record profits? Last year they made 200 billion dollars in the midst of a global energy crisis. I think it's outrageous why they invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production and when i talked to a couple of them, they say well, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway so why should we invest in them i said we're going to need oil for at least another decade and that's going to exceed
0: <laughs> and beyond that we're going to need it you can't tell me a guy can use that line and in the same breath say Oh, what a speech. It's a FI's reality to say, oh, we only need oil for another decade. Because that's what he was saying. After that, we'll have all the wind and solar power a boy could ever want. Now, who wants ice cream, huh? He had moments in this State of the Union to take that away from the man would be foolish, but this is the guy they're gonna run? Oh, I've got a theory. I will get to the theory. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, what is going on? 833 got Tony, Uh, 833-468-8669. You think this was the speech of the year? Tell me why. I wanna hear it. I wanna hear the parts that you thought were evolutionary. Revolutionary, however you want to describe it. This was embarrassing. It was embarrassing for him to say such a thing because this is a. a I guess if, if you want to argue, hey, thanks for, for the honesty, sure, this is how the left sees it. You really think that in 10 years, your solar and wind power will be, able, will be enough to power a nation? You're also somebody who believes then you just need two weeks to flatten the curve. But let's get off this subject and get into the conversation about the State of the Union as as a whole. It was not great. It could have been awful. So let us first start by making the proper differentiations between content and presentation. Some will argue. I, I forget who it was in the pages of National Review last night was Oh, I didn't sleep much, guys. I I did not sleep much, and and uh, I'm heading out to to Texas today. But I and I read everything. I, I read everything I I could possibly find. Tried to connect with everything I possibly could. Hearing where people are at and how things are being presented, I actually found. Some weird connectivity that, again, I'll share with you in a little bit. But in presentation, there's an argument of, look, he was upbeat. Uh, The Republicans uh, mocked him. He pushed back. He didn't get rattled. He wins. Wins what? I don't know. A free bowl of soup beats me. He wins what? Well... Think of how how base the, the politics have gotten. All you have to do is have for anybody else a mediocre night, and for Joe Biden, it's like fireworks going off, and you can hear afternoon delight playing in the background. That's that's all it took. He engaged a populist message and it took hold. And you're like, whoa, 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 a populist message, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of interesting that that Joe Biden, no one's talking about this, and and they will. They will. Uh, Joe Biden gave a very Donald Trump speech, once you take a step back and take a look at it. It was populist. It was nationalist. There was a moment, if you want to talk about something that people cheered, there was a moment where he was talking about construction building things in the united states touting the need for solid infrastructure and yes we need solid infrastructure there's there's no question or conversation here we need solid infrastructure we have a rather good infrastructure we have some things that clearly need to be fixed but he's talking about we're going to spend on infrastructure we're going to spend it's it's all he could do we're going to spend on infrastructure we pass, the infrastructure legislation that we've passed is most important stuff we've ever passed, unless I'm talking about something else uh, that uh, that that we passed. I mean, when he talks about infrastructure, he gets angry.
1: But to maintain the strongest economy in the world, we need the best infrastructure in the world. And folks, as you all know. We used to be number one in the world in infrastructure. We've sunk to 13th in the world. The United States of America, 13th in the world in infrastructure, modern infrastructure. But now we're coming back because we came together and passed the bipartisan infrastructure law. The largest investment in infrastructure since President Eisenhower's interstate highway system.
0: Well, it's not very good legislation. It spends an outrageous amount of money. I mean, an outrageous amount of money. And the best is he's like, Look, I, I know you, you, you didn't vote for it, but my gosh, you, you, you're spending the money. I'll, I'll see it, the ribbon cutting, everybody. Oh, okay. That's, that's not a weird thing to say. They didn't want to spend the money. You increased the inflation, and you've increased interest rates because you spent the money. Now you give it to these districts. They spend the money, and you're like, "Ha! I caught you! You spent the money." See what you gave them the money? What are you talking crazy? The um, the message that he came out with was after discussing, the uh, the the infrastructure was, and we're gonna buy from U.S. companies. And US construction projects are going to be made with US products like, like US steel and and, and, and US concrete and, and and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, well, yeah. You didn't you didn't even uh you know blink. You're like, yeah. Yeah, so it should. So it absolutely positively should. We're gonna build something, we're gonna build a bridge. In the United States, let it be built with products made in the U.S. makes total sense. It was Noah Rothman, who you know we have on the show often. I think Noah is just a fantastic mind. Doesn't mean we always agree. He was pointing out that by by engaging this conversation, never mind the the idea that you might not be able to do that. Whether there's a me this is me talking a legal conversation or what about where the products come from, conversation uh, supply, etc. That if you're buying from America, only the prices go up 15 to 25 percent, so now you're putting even more pressure on these contractors, and you're costing the American people more. I don't deny Noah Rothman over there commentary magazine. I don't deny his his uh, math. I, I will believe him if he says it's 15 to 25 percent, and let's call it on the high end 25 percent. It will cost 25 percent more. Here's my rebuttal so. I can point, you give me a list of 100 government programs, I can cut 27 of them right now without losing my place in this conversation. 27 programs I can cut while still talking to you. Guys, I believe you can cut 27 programs while talking to me. That's how easy I believe it is to cut 27 programs. All right, I may have to ask a couple questions just to make sure I understand what the program is before I cut it. The point is, if we're going to discuss spending, the spending issue is not spending on American companies to build projects in America. Americans are down with this. Americans accept, with an A, not not an E, they accept that trade-off. How do I know this? Let me take you to a story. I I was going to get to this later. It just fits right now so well. Grand Forks. North Dakota, Grand Forks, North Dakota, the entire town is a national hero in a story that is going to be totally dismissed because of the, the State of the Union, Grand Forks, North Dakota, which is due south of Winnipeg, right there on the border uh, with, with with Minnesota, we're talking about north and east, I believe it is, of Fargo, yeah, because Fargo is a little more in, right? They just voted against a a uh, um, city in a city council meeting, voted against allowing a group to start a corn mill. It's a corn mill. they're gonna, they're gonna mill corn and they're gonna sell the milled corn. But the city of Grand Forks, North Dakota, said no, because the corn mill, where it would go, that's a China-based company. They own the land. A China-based food producer called Fufang Group purchased 300 acres of land in uh, in this area of Grand Forks. It is 12 miles from the Grand Forks Air Force Base. One Air Force official and two North Dakota senators said that this new project from China presents a significant threat to national security. The entire city council voted unanimously to end the project. American heroes. And my advice to you is this summer, it's cold right now, this summer, if you're going to take the family on a drive, head on over to Grand Forks. Stay in one of their lovely hotels. Eat in one of their uh, wonderful establishments. I think they've got an Irish pub called O'Reilly's. Go eat there. Go drink there. Talk to the people of Grand Forks and tell them thank you. Virginia, by the way, uh, following suit. We're talking about the entire state. They are looking to ban foreign adversaries from buying farmland. How long have we been talking about this? Guys, we talk about things before they happen. That's what we do. It's what happens when you engage logically and rationally. Chinese nationals and Chinese entities cannot be allowed to own land in the United States. And if they do, we have to take it away. That's just the way it is, China. No one cares what you think or if you're insulted. Screw off. This is how it has to be done. This is how it has to happen. We're talking about the safety and the security of the United States. The town of Grand Forks may have, you know, they, maybe they could use the money. Maybe this is land that could be a good tax base to them. You know what they said? This isn't good for the future of our children, nor the nation. We're not going to do this. You think it's a problem that a bridge will cost an extra 25%? The people of Grand Forks just put themselves out on the line. Yeah, I'll pay more for the damn bridge. It's okay to say we're going to buy these things from the United States. I have zero issue with it. I do have tremendous issue when Joe Biden thinks we should tell companies that you can't charge for this, you can't charge for that, and no more resort fees, and no more this fee on, on on airlines, no more ticket fee things over here. Who the hell is he to decide for these companies what it is they charge? You don't have to shop there. Although I will admit, if you got rid of resort fees, that chances are I would at least look at you as someone to vote for. I hate, hate, Resort fees. I just booked my my hotels for a a big cigar convention in in Vegas. A third of the price. No, 25%, sorry. 25% of the price is resort fees. It's ridiculous. Absolutely obscene. But you don't have the federal government dictating to private industry what you're allowed to sell or not sell and what price to sell it at. that happened in this speech too so you had these moments of populism this very Trump-esque style of conversation and then you had these conversations of Biden pandering to the base a base that is very okay with restricting business because it's a base that absolutely hates business holy crap Hates, 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 hates business. Big Oil just
1: reported its profits, record profits. Last year they made $200 billion in the midst of a global energy crisis. I think it's outrageous. Why? They invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, We're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway. So, why should we invest in them?
0: Now, you might think, Hey, Tony, you already played that. He thinks that their profit is too much. The president of the United States believes that somebody profited too much, and somehow it's his job to stop it. Rewarding the CEOs and shareholders.
1: Corporations ought to do the right thing. That's why I propose we quadruple the tax on corporate stock buybacks and encourage long-term investments. They'll still make. Let's finish the job and close the loopholes that allow very wealthy to avoid paying their taxes. Instead of cutting the number of audits for wealthy taxpayers, I just signed a law to reduce the deficit by $114 billion by cracking down on wealthy tax cheats. That's being fiscally responsible.
0: He hates businesses and he hates business owners. So yes, there was a lot of populism. Maybe you could consider that populism. But it was a lot of hate but where does the speech take him is the question i have got that coming up keep it here i'm tony katz
2: at no point did twitter otherwise prevent tweeting reporting discussing or describing the contents of mr biden's laptop People could and did talk about the contents of the laptop on Twitter or anywhere else, including other much larger platforms. But they were prevented from sharing the primary documents on Twitter. Still, over the course of that day, it became clear that Twitter had not fully appreciated the impact of that policy on free press and others. As Mr. Dorsey testified before Congress on multiple occasions, Twitter changed its policy within 24 hours and admitted its initial action was wrong. This policy revision immediately allowed people to tweet the original articles with the embedded source materials. Relying on its longstanding practice not to retroactively apply new policies, Twitter informed the New York Post that it could immediately begin tweeting when it deleted the original tweets, which would have freed them to retweet the same content again.
0: Nonsense gibberish from the guilty Twitter folk testifying, I believe. Are they in front of House Judiciary? That's Ms. Gade who was one of the people who ran uh, security. The the New York Post never did anything wrong in the Hunter Biden story. Never once. But you keep saying, oh, well, they could have tweeted if they had just deleted their original tweet. They reported the news, and you said, we don't like that news. That's what you did. And sure enough, at this hearing, a little backup from Representative Ocasio-Cortez. So they've
3: dragged a social media platform here in Congress. They're weaponizing the use of this committee so that they can do it again. A whole hearing about a 24 hour hiccup in a right wing political operation. That is why we are here right now. And it is, it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources an abuse of
0: public time. Representative Ocasio-Cortez is okay with censorship and okay with silencing the opposition. Well, of course she is. What socialist isn't? Tony, she's a democratic socialist. There's a difference. It's it's funny when you say it out loud, because there really is no difference. It's just a way to try and try and make uh, you know dumb people think it's different. There's no difference. There's a twenty-four hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation. Is well. This is what you say when you have no soul left, obviously. You should be opposed to censorship. You should be opposed to silencing people because you disagree with them politically. She's not. You're angry they were dragged in front of the committee because Elon Musk bought them, and now we know for sure what they did. That's why you're upset. This is Tony Katz today. I swear to you, I don't know what Joe Rogan is doing or or thinking. I have zero, zero clue. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. 833-468-8669. You want to talk State of the Union? I do as well. What'd you like? what you didn't? I want to hear it. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. Congressman Jim Banks scheduled to be with us in a little bit. uh, uh, We'll get his uh, thoughts and some questions of how Republicans responded. But Joe Rogan, podcaster extraordinaire, um, he's on his show and, and there was too much cursing. I couldn't edit it. So I, I'm not, I'm not sharing the audio. I apologize for that. And he's talking about Ilhan Omar, representative Omar, of course, getting thrown off of the house foreign affairs committee for, well, hating Jews. It's all about the Benjamins, um, Israel's hypnotizing, uh, the world, uh, those kinds of commentaries, which, of course, are the idea that uh, Jews and money and paying people off, and, and that's what Jews do. Jews and money, money and Jews. Jews, the moneylenders. It's a story as old as time. Joe Rogan starts talking about it. I don't know who he was interviewing. I don't know the name of the woman that uh, that he was uh interviewing on, on, on the show um and he states that it's just about money she's just talking about money no uh, she she's, she's not and that was very clear that she wasn't and he continues that's not an anti-semitic statement I don't think it is And then he says, Benjamins are money. The idea that Jewish people are not into money is ridiculous. That's like saying Italians aren't into pizza. It's blanking stupid. It's blanking stupid. Okay. You enjoy that, Joe. You will note I am not calling for him to be fired. I am not calling for him to be canceled. Joe Rogan should be allowed to do his show. As he does his show. But nothing's going to stop me from telling him he's a putt. Nothing. You're just wrong, dude. That's it. You're wrong. Maybe one day you'll see it. Okay. I know how you see things now. I'll take a little askew look at you and that'll be it. Hey, look. Uh, uh you're You're just not understanding that it was clear and obvious it's not like you're a communist right you're not a Bernie bro you're just wrong about something what what I can't say that about Joe Rogan why not well he makes more money than I do which is weird because I'm Jewish you'd think I would make more money than he does huh huh can someone uh can, can someone get, uh, uh, whoever's in charge, I don't know who's in charge in the building, uh, if Joe Rogan is getting more money than I am, uh, that's not right, because I'm Jewish, and according to Joe, it's all about the money, so uh, somebody better write me a big-ass check right now. He's just wrong. He's just Wrong. And people are like, he's a, bee, or people are saying or accusing him of ca- casually spouting anti Semitism. Dude, I don't think you get into the levels of descriptor. He's just wrong. Do I think uh, that Joe Rogan hates Jews? No. I think Joe Rogan really believes that Jews are all about money. I think he believes it. I think he believes it to his soul. Okay. Has it ever kept him from uh, hiring anyone? I mean, has it ever kept him from hiring every, anyone ever? That's what I'm curious about. Has he, has he ever said, uh, you know, I would have I made that deal, but uh, there were Jews over there, I wouldn't make that deal. Now, those would be interesting questions. I don't believe that to be the case. I, I, I would never have thought it before. I don't think it now. I think that Joe Rogan's being too cute by half. I think Joe Rogan's wrong. I would tell him to his face. It's clearly anti-Semitism. and that He doesn't understand that Ilhan Omar hates Jews, makes him look like a schmuck. That's what I would tell him. As easy as that. No one has to get canceled. No one has to get canceled. Just so we're all perfectly clear. I didn't want to cancel Deshaun Jackson, then of the Philadelphia Eagles, when he was posting fake quotes of Hitler. What was the point? Just tell the man that he's wrong. Show him the data, let him make his own decision, and that's it. But if he wants to go down that road, he's entitled. It's not that I think it's right it's that i don't get involved in telling people that they can't i don't do that but the state of the union i said i was talking about the state of the union i said i want to hear your thoughts uh, on the state of the union where where were you at with things Did you like? you didn't like did you think it was a good speech a lot of people out there oh great for joe biden oh my gosh terrific for joe biden what a speech sure if, if you say so let me go to john john welcome to the show what's going on john yeah, hey, Tony. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Sure. First, I, I, thought, the, I thought the president was fantastic last night. I, I loved how he baited the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, Republicans look like clowns. I mean, it looked like a junior high act. But but the real reason I wanted to talk to you, Jim Banks is coming on. Yeah. He, he wants my vote. He wants my vote for Senate. Ask him how he justified voting against certifying the election. There's no voter fraud. Two years later, oh. there's no <laughs> Wait a second. Do you have, just, just for clarity's sake, do you ask the same question of Jamie Raskin, the congressman from Maryland? Two wrongs don't make a right. That's, that's a fine answer, by the way. If you feel that way, I just want to make sure that we're also saying that Jamie Raskin is wrong. Now, I don't think challenging an election is actually wrong i think if there is a methodology that allows you to do so and you believe that there is an issue i believe you should follow that conviction so i have zero issue with congressman banks doing that i'll give you where i have an issue and that's with senator mike braun Senator Mike Braun was going to challenge the election results. Then the riot took place, and then he said, I'm not going to challenge, which means he let a mob change his mind, and I find that, John, to be far more outrageous of a thing. I mean, something that sticks with me and I live in Indiana. I'm not so sure what I'm going to do about him as he runs for governor. I I'm a no at this stage of the game because I find that to be absolutely offensive. You do things not because they're politically expedient or politically valuable. You do them because they matter. That's what has to happen here. So Jim Banks hasn't apologized for it. He says I saw an issue, and let me give you a place where an issue definitely took place, and that's the state of Pennsylvania. The state of Pennsylvania has 20 electoral votes, and the state of Pennsylvania allowed the judiciary to usurp the authority of the legislative branch in changing dates for certification, amongst other things. The legislature determines the time and the date of elections and the manner in which they are run, not the judiciary. Because of that move and the allowing of votes that should never have been allowed, I would have moved to strike those 20 electoral votes. Those never should have been certified by the state of Pennsylvania, and the state of Pennsylvania acted in a wholly political manner. It was the state of Texas that then wanted to sue because they were stating that their people, the people of Texas, were being disenfranchised by what was taking place in Pennsylvania, and the Supreme Court didn't take the case. The Supreme Court failed in a couple of ways, and and Clarence Thomas talked about this, that if we're not here to take these cases, what the hell are we here for? I mean, what's our point? So, no, I don't see any issue with challenging an election at all if there is a methodology that allows you to do so. You just can't do so because you think it's politically expedient. you got to do so because you believe it. As for Republicans being clowns, yeah, yeah, some Republicans were totally uh, being clowns. Joe Biden also did lie, and nobody ripped up the State of the Union afterwards. So, push. I think we'll leave it there, John. I appreciate uh, the call. I'll get to more of your calls and, of course, the rebuttal from Sarah Huckabee Sanders. That is a story. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. So at the State of the Union, well, really, after the State of the Union... It got interesting, because Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the former press secretary to Donald Trump, and now governor of Arkansas, she gave the rebuttal. Dear Lord, people, you have to go back and watch the whole thing. It is excellent. Perhaps a touch long in some places. Maybe I could have edited it down just a little bit. But in terms of its presentation, in terms of its um, descriptions, in terms of his impact, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was on point. And while you reap the consequences of their failures,
3: the Biden administration seems more interested in woke fantasies than the hard reality Americans face every day. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace but we are under attack in a left-wing culture war we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Every day we are told we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols. All while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is, your freedom of speech. That's not normal, it's crazy, and it's wrong. Make no mistake, Republicans will not surrender this fight. We will lead with courage and do what's right, not what's politically correct or convenient. Republicans believe in an America where strong families thrive in safe communities, where jobs are abundant and paychecks are rising, where the freedom our veterans shed their blood to defend is the birthright of every man, woman, and child. These are the principles Republican governors are fighting for. And in Washington, under the leadership of Senate Republicans and Speaker Kevin McCarthy, we will hold the Biden administration accountable.
0: It's unbelievably strong. This whole idea of normal and crazy, she got to at the beginning. And it was it was perfectly Powerful because it's so well-connected.
3: I'm the first woman to lead my state, and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. In the radical left's America, Washington taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire. But you get crushed with high gas prices, empty grocery shelves, And our children are taught to hate one another on account of their race, but not to love one another or our great country. Whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. It's time for a new generation of Republican leadership.
0: That line, the dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. I'm, t- I'm telling you that that, that's the story. That's the line. That is how people feel. I noted as I was tweeting about the State of the Union last night, when when someone do, was disagreeing with me on something and they thought it was a better speech than I did, I'm like, there is not a single conversation happening here that's discussing the Midwest. Everything is directed to elites over here and elites over there, even though there were pieces, there were places where you you get what can be described as this populism kind of speech, which you would think was the totality of the country and blue collar and therefore the Midwest, the forgotten man conversation, which Trump did so incredibly well and Biden was trying to emulate. But I never get that feel that he has a Midwest thought process in his head. Well, the governor from Arkansas does the governor from arkansas was speaking directly through you never mind to you who connected more who connected more was it sarah huckabee sanders or was it joe biden name me one which 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 one connected more this right here Is this madness or is
3: simply too weak to resist it. His administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal
0: or crazy. So what connected more? That line right there, or was it Joe Biden screaming and yelling at people throughout the speech as he did and the whole conversation of how nobody wants to somehow be Xi Jinping. Did you did you catch that craziness about Xi Jinping? It was it was surreal. It was nutty. My point is, is that the Republicans need to start using Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I'm not saying she's going to be uh, the, the 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 next president of the United States. I'm not making that claim at all. I'm stating she gets how to connect. She gets it. Congressman Jim Banks will be with us up next. And man, the hearings on Twitter still going on. We'll see where the markets are at. This is Tony Katz today.